The views and opinions expressed by individuals on the following program do not necessarily reflect those of the network, Guys Guy Radio, and its platforms. It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. Guys Guys Radio, we're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think, feel, and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences, and insights from the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. And once again, this week is no exception. Today, we're going to talk all about automatic writing. Automatic writing is really learning to turn your journaling into channeling to get unstuck, find direction, and live your greatest life. My special guest's name is Michael Sandler. He is the host of the Inspire Nation show, a top-rated self-help and spiritual YouTube show and podcast. And he's also a best-selling author, speaker, visionary coach, and creator of Inspire Nation University and the AWE Automatic Writing Experience course. And we're going to talk about that today. I think you're really going to enjoy it. And if you're not familiar with automatic writing, it's really getting yourself into a quiet, contemplative state where everything kind of shuts down and you allow information to come through to you from spirit or your guides or wherever, universal consciousness, and you just write it down. You don't think about it. And then you do it for a few minutes and then afterwards you can read it. And over time, as you start to refine your practice, You'll start to get clearer and more clear information and inspiration and guidance, and it can really be a life-changing experience. I think you're really going to enjoy our conversation with Michael. He's a terrific guy. He's very generous with his time and with his work, and he's a lot of fun also. He lives in uh, Florida. He's got a a rescue rooster that we're going to meet during the show, and he's got a beautiful uh, wife and daughter, and he's just been so gracious throughout the entire process of onboarding him onto Guys Guys Radio that I'm really excited. And I read the book, The Automatic Writing Experience, AWE. I got a lot out of it, and I told Michael that I'm going to take his course. Um, And you get most of what you need to know from the book, but it's always better when you're doing a course and there's other people, and it fills in a lot of the, the gaps in terms of the information. But the book is terrific, and you could learn to do automatic writing right from this book. And um, if you're interested in it, um, this is the book to the, this is the book to get because it really explains everything very clearly and ties in a lot of other uh, spiritual unfoldment um, practices and details into it that Michael has explored as I have explored also and this is just one other one other way of really tapping in to everything that's out there if you will slowing things down and be able to get clear guidance and information from spirit or universal consciousness or whatever you want to call it. But you got to be able to get up early in the morning when everything's quiet before the world kind of begins wherever you are. And instead of reaching for that phone, you want to get up and do a short meditation and really do some gratitude and then get into your automatic writing for just a brief period of time. And if you do this practice consistently, consistently, excuse me, over time, you're going to get some real results. I'm fired up because I'm going to get on it. And I enjoyed the book, and I'm really interested in uh, the automatic writing because I think it's going to help me in the work I'm doing now. I'm working on a book, and I think it can really be um, 
jumpstart the process because a lot of times when we're writing, you get away from it and you got to go back to it. And um, it'd be nice to be able to tap in and just be doing automatic writing on your own. The interesting thing is, though, if you're a writer or if you're very uh, left brain oriented and then uh, you're doing your writing out of your right brain, but you're using information from your left side of your brain, if you will, that's not necessarily going to help you be a better automatic writer. In fact, it might hinder you a little bit because you want to have a really clear channel. Anyhow, Michael will get into all of that and his interview is coming up on Guys Guys Radio. Welcome to the show. It's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, it's the interview portion of my show seen on YouTube and Rumble. And my special guest today is Michael Sandler. We're going to talk about automatic, the automatic writing experience. Michael has done tremendous work. I just finished his book. It's called The AWE, The Automatic Writing Experience, How to Turn Your Journaling into Channeling to Get Unstuck, Find Direction, and live your greatest life. And I've been thrilled that he's agreed to come on the show. Let me tell you a little bit about Michael. He's host of Inspire Nation. It's a top-rated self-help spiritual YouTube show and podcast. He's got over 175,000 followers there. Just a tremendous show. He's a best-selling author, speaker, visionary coach. There's little baby and the creator of the Inspire Nation University and the AWE online host. What a of course, what a beautiful baby. What's her name? Her name is Hannah, and she Hannah. just wanted to say hi. This was completely unplanned, unscripted, uh, Robert. Okay, I love it. I love it. Hello, Hannah. Welcome. What a beautiful angelic face. Thank you, Sil. All right, Hannah, here you go. I know you wanted to say hi. You want to be on air. I get you. You're starting early. You will be there. <laughs> All right, <laughs> here we go. So today we're going to talk about automatic writing. I mean, Michael's really transformed so many people's lives. And what I love about reading the book was so many things that just regular folks can relate to. Michael's a runner. He's had some near-death experience. Not that everybody can relate to that. His, they've had some miscarriages and he just keeps on plugging away. And he's a true inspirational person and really doing fantastic work. So I'm thrilled to welcome Michael Sandler to Guys Guys Radio. Thank you so much, Michael, for being here. It's a real treat for me. Oh, thank you so much, Robert. Another brother in arms and a mighty. <laughs> All right. I'm a, a woohoo, right? Yes. So let's start right at the beginning. You teach automatic writing, and that's what's primarily one of the things you're known for, though you do a lot of other work. What exactly for people out there, because I think it's a practice that we should all attempt to do and we can we can all do. But exactly what is it and how does it work? Automatic writing in its simplest form is a process where you go into a quiet mind. You could go into a state of prayer where you don't have to worry about chatter going on in the mind, but the mind has detuned so that it can change frequencies and tune into a higher level vibration. So on a frequency level, we're tuning into something greater than ourselves. On a physical level, we're putting pen to paper after we write out a few simple prayers. And basically what happens is something starts to write out on the pen before us, but something not coming from the thinking mind. You are loved. Everything is good. You're doing great work, Robert, for instance. And on and on it goes. And suddenly you find yourself in dialogue with, we can call it angels, guides. We can call it inner wisdom. I joke and, and say you can call it, you know, the great cheeseburger or vegan cheeseburger in the sky. You can label it whatever you want but more wisdom is coming to you than you have in the noggin. And 
it changes everything about your existence. And it's, it's ridiculously easy to do. I couldn't channel, I couldn't do anything. And this, the words just started flowing and coming more and more and more. And then as a scientist, I said, wait, there's a way that we can, we can make a formula behind this and we can make it easy for people to do. And that's what I did. But it changes what I call your frequency, your vibration, how you vibrate. At the same time, your understanding of the world shifts. I call it becoming a mystic or a mystic in training. You're no longer stuck in the world, but you're participating on it while having a higher level vantage point. That gets your stress levels down, your anxiety levels down. It's like having a coach on the other side of the veil. Where do I go today, Robert? How do I step forward? What do things look like? And it changes each step of the way so that you are no longer, I'm going to go real old school, Robert. You are no longer the the Pac-Man being chased by the ghosts, but you're the one holding the joystick. And that changes the entire game. Mm -hmm. Um, Amazing. So it sounds like a lot of people, you know, they attempt to meditate and they get the monkey chatter and there's a little bit of the right brain, left brain thing going on. And it's very difficult people to even meditate for a few moments and to get to the point where you can do automatic writing. When I was reading your book, I was thinking about remote viewing, where the way remote viewing works is you kind of shut down subconsciously one part of your mind so the information can flow through your subconscious and you can do that remote viewing, which is seeing what's going on in other places, times, et cetera, because you're not cluttered. So how does how does uh, how do you get to the state when you can do automatic writing? And could you please uh, help articulate what I just threw out at you in terms of how the brain works uh, with the frontal lobe and the right brain, and the left brain? And all that chatter getting in the way. Okay, let's let's take it first with uh, a, a rock concert. Robert, you ever been to a rock concert? Oh, of course. Okay, you ever heard the music so loud at a rock concert you couldn't think, but <laughs> yes. you were in this state of elation, this joy. The whole, the whole, it's a sea of humanity moving all at once, going to this frequency without thought. Mm-hmm. You've just hit the state of automatic writing. You're not in a place thought, your thinking mind is gone. And literally, you can use theta brain entrainment music. And if you get my book, you come over to my website, I give you that free. You can use theta brain entrainment music, and you can crank it up louder and louder until you couldn't possibly hear your own thought. But you're syncing up with a frequency greater than yourself. You're syncing up to a deeper, uh, stronger, you could say, tugboat you synced up with the concert and with everyone in the concert. Now, from a brain entrainment point of view, what is going on here? Let's play with the frontal lobe and let's play with uh, the parietal. So in your frontal lobe, the part of the brain responsible for executive functions, where am I going? What do I need to do? What's the order I get things done at? What time is it? And what words am I going to choose to write things? We interviewed multiple times Dr. Andrew Newberg, author of Buddha and uh, Buddha in the Brain, Enlightenment in the Brain, and several others. And forgive me if I get any of those titles slightly wrong. He did PET scans, basically scanned the brain. He scanned the brain of longtime meditation practitioners. He scanned the brains of longtime automatic writing practitioners. What did he find, Robert? That the frontal lobe, the part of the brain responsible for all of those things during automatic writing, the part of the brain responsible for writing, turned down, blood flow decreased. That part of the brain basically went to sleep, was knocked offline. The parietal lobe, the center part of the brain here that's responsible for, as I like to say, George Harrison of the Beatles, his last song, 
I, me, my, I, me, my, I, me, my. The egoic center of the brain powers down. So what do we have going on? The part of the brain responsible for writing, gone, offline. The part of the brain responsible for, hmm, what am I thinking? Even the I behind thought, gone offline. Now, in that state, and you don't have to do anything. There's a few practices that help you get there. Ridiculously simple. And you turn up the music so you don't have to, well, am I thinking? Am I not thinking? Drown it out. You don't have to worry about having no clutter. You don't have to be a Zen, a Zen Buddhist monk in a cave for 500 days in order to write. Average person, all of a sudden you put pen to paper and because you're without thought and you're sinking to this frequency, the words start to flow through you. Now, for some people, and it's, it's, it's on a bell curve for about 10% of people, it is a tremendous amount of information they get from day one. It's, it's words, poetry, prose, lyrics. I don't get lyrics. I wish I got lyrics. Uh, lottery numbers. No, no lottery numbers. Not that I've heard of, but it's all this other good stuff, about 10% of people. Next 10% of people get just very substantial words of wisdom. Most people, about 60%, Get little snippets. You are loved. Life is good. Everything's okay. And then about 20% of people, here's where it gets really interesting, Robert. They don't get words for a week or two. However, that's actually the group that shifts the most, the one that isn't getting words. Because automatic writing, you've had Paul Mm. Selig on the show many, many times. It's not about the writing. It's about an energetic attunement, a frequency changer. So for everyone, we start to shift. For that group that's not getting the words yet, it's like a dark cloak has been lifted off of them. That's the group that faces the most depression and anxiety and worries and concerns. And all of a sudden, they're feeling the lightest. And it's easy, easy, easy. You don't have to be born into... Yeah, go, go for it. So if you are, most people think, oh, well, I'm not a good writer, so I'm going to have trouble with this, but it works just the opposite because if you're a good writer, it might even get in the way, correct? Perfect. Correct. And exactly true because the writer, the brain really is hardwired for the I, me, my, then that doesn't mean you can't do it. But the non-writer, the one who doesn't know how to write, I don't, I wouldn't, couldn't write a great sentence, you know, if it fell out of the sky, well, actually it's going to fall out of the sky. <laughs> you don't have to be good. And what happens is you start with what I call smoke signal connection. You go to dial up, you go to cable, you go to fiber optic. And the more you do it, it's a cumulative effect to where the words over time start to flow, even when you're not putting pen to paper. From in my own practice, if you will, I began meditation. It took a while to calm the monkey chatter. I looked at it, I imagined that my thoughts were like a cloud going across the sky. It really helped me. And then I began meditating. I've been doing it for years now. And now, and I, at first I wasn't sure to trust, and this is I'm, the reason I'm saying this, because I think a lot of people go through this process. I wasn't sure to trust what I was hearing. Is this me speaking to myself? And I had a couple of experiences where I actually had a voice in my head. And I'm like, is that me? No, it wasn't me, but yes, it was me in a way. And now what happens is every morning, I ask, I go through a process and during my meditation, I have a guided meditation that I follow and I ask spirit, what is it that I need to know today? And I found that over time, 
Before I even get to the point in the guided meditation where I'm going to ask that question, I already have a snippet, and I use the word snippet because you mentioned it in your book, of like today it was just relax, be cool, everything's good, something like that. And some people might think, well, that's nothing. But no, that is something, and it's really important. Could you just take that and run with it, Michael? Yeah, well, first off, that is the voice of awe. We can label it whatever we want, but it's coming supra above the thinking mind. And it is seriously important for us to be able to do that and step back out of the thinking mind and relax or breathe or take it easy today. Now, when I got into automatic writing, um, I faced the same challenge that you did, which is I was first taught a process of communicating with what's called the Akashic Masters, mm -hmm. the librarians of the universe. And on this last day of class, we were together for a bunch of days. We had to uh, do an automatic writing process to the Akashic Masters, and they wrote back. And then we had to read it to class, Robert. Wow. <laughs> that was the challenge, because I was grooving on what was said until I had to read it out loud. And also, the stuff I was writing, I wasn't paying attention to it, which is important. You're not trying to, because it's in this half-here, half-not-here state. I read it back to the class, and I never touched automatic writing for like another year and a half, two years. I was aghast. I figured my ego had stolen the show. <laughs> You're going, to be, uh, uh, you're going to be a leader. You're going to be a teacher. You're going to speak before thousands and thousands of people from up on a mountaintop on high. And I had to read that to the class. And I said, what kind of chutzpah is it that you are, you are saying how great you are? I'm like, of course, that's my egoic mind. I was pissed. I tried it again, maybe a year and a half, two years later, leader, teacher, thousands of people, mountaintop up on high, tear it up, burn it. Um, and then I had a past life regression a hypnotherapy session where mm -hmm. you you see yourself on the other side of the veil or something and they got the same thing leader teacher mountaintop and i'm like okay maybe there's something to it but it wasn't until robert my wife and i got and knocked on our butts there's the, the term for radio knocked on our butts mm -hmm. and we were living in a, a dream home in maui and we got kicked out of there to her childhood bedroom there's where i said okay i'm off the rails life isn't going the way i want I'm going to take this seriously and try it again. I did go get those same words at first, but I said, I'm going to suspend disbelief. I'm just going to write no matter what. Our show came out of that. Our teachings came out of that. I got invited to a, uh, a Nobel Peace Prize World Summit years ago because of that. And I found myself a few years back living in Basalt, Colorado, just outside Aspen, up on a mountaintop broadcasting hello to thousands and thousands of people. I had no idea. You just suspend disbelief. Is this my ego? Is it not? If you really think it's ego, there are two crazy simple things you can do. One, there seem to be like two universal laws of the universe. One, you're not going to get help from the universe unless you ask for help. Two, if you ask, is this my ego? Your ego would love to take credit and will tell you, my ego would be basically na-na-na-poo-poo. Yes, this <laughs> your ego. The other way is you can feel into it. And this takes a little practice, but you can say, do these words feel loving, feel kind, feel supportive? They could be strong. They could tell you you get to pivot, but feel loving, kind, and supportive. That's not your ego. Nobody has an ego that's loving, kind, and supportive. Or are these words shoulding all over me? <laughs> are they saying you should have done this? Why didn't you do that? 
and you can feel the difference. Wonderful. Uh, Michael Sandler, my special guest, automatic writing experience. I guess the question that our audience is asking is what happened to you? You've been through a lot. You've had near-death experiences. You had three miscarriages. You were a regular guy. You weren't really a spiritual person. You're an athlete, a bicyclist, runner, barefoot running. What what happened? Uh, You kind of gave a little snippet of it, but what happened that put you on this path? So a few things happened. First off, uh, ND number one, then seven years later, ND number two, then a third accident one year later that cracked the bones in front of my heart, behind my heart, and above my heart. That was kind of my uh, trifecta of cracking me open, of saying, all right, the answers aren't going to come from the thinking mind of Michael. That part of me is, you know, it's great for crossing the road, for, for building a show, problem solving, but it's not going to help me to evolve. But that other side, I had been given multiple glimpses of and was trying to lean into that with all I had. And so from NDE number one, I became, uh, sounds bold to say, I have no other way to put it. I became a lot wiser than my years, but my wiring was still my wiring, Robert. I didn't know what Mm -hmm. the heck to do with it. That's why ND number two happened is because I was still going full throttle coming from the thinking mind. And then the third accident, I finally said, I surrender. Then I started into my automatic writing. Automatic writing is a cumulative bath in a different water. What triggered that for you, Michael, the automatic? How did that come into your purview, so to speak? That came in after that third accident. Mm -hmm. My wife and I were wiped out financially. She was sick, which uh, with uh, from black mold, mold toxicity poisoning. We got catapulted off of Maui. We ended up in her childhood bedroom, kind of an eight by 10 room with twin mattresses on the floor. She's sick. We're out of funds. I have a car in the driveway. I can't even afford to get registered. And I said, I have to do things a different way. What I'm doing just isn't working. Hear a voice in your head. Well, you know this process. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right, I get it. The time has come. And I can't say, you know, I put pen to paper one day and said, oh, <laughs> there is everything, an explanation of the entire world. It, it doesn't work that well, way. At that time, Michael, were you aware of automatic writing? And you had yes. kind of put it aside. And this brought you back to say, this is my focus? Yes, I had had those experiences just as, as I was detailing earlier. I'd gone through that this must be my ego, this must be my ego, past life regression. And then, okay, when I start back into this, I'm just going to let go and be with the process. When I got to New Jersey, and it was a running joke, and if you're from New Jersey, I love you, I love I, you, I, am, I love you. I am, I am. There I you am. go. So the, the running joke on Maui was anywhere but New Jersey. And, and here I am catapulted. Just outside Morristown, New Jersey. I know know it well. (laughs) And and I said, all right, you're exactly where you didn't want to be. This is a universal (laughs) joke. This means you get to do the work, Michael. And so every morning, without fail, I put pen to paper. And I started to shift, Robert. And I started to grow. And I started to resonate differently. And I started at the beginning. I was a total chatterbox here. I started to ground into the words everything shifted inside of me. And it is a cumulative exponential process. The more you do it, the more you go on this hockey stick of a curve to where you look back and you're like, wow, how much I have changed. 
So where did where did you train? How did you get how did you learn automatic writing? That's the crazy thing from automatic writing. <laughs> I went I, I went in and it was messy and ugly in the beginning. And they taught me, whoever we call they. Now mm -hmm. at this point, I have a daughter. We had the three miscarriages and then we had twins. And one of our twins, Miraku, it stands for miracle. So Miraku um, transitioned, and that's a whole nother story, uh, midway through our pregnancy to the other side. And she's the first soul that comes through when I speak in automatic writing. It's like, daddy, mm -hmm. we got this. Our other baby, Hannah, you just met, that's her sister. Mm -hmm. okay. um, and so going in, whether it's to Miraku, whether it's to angels or guides, again, labels are not necessary. Cool, but not necessary. They taught me how to fine tune and refine this process. I liken it in a sense. I don't think I've ever said it this way, but, but I liken it in a sense to ayahuasca. Mm -hmm. Ayahuasca is um, how that brew came about and how out of all the millions of plants in the jungle and the millions of ways that you could have cooked or, or, or brewed or anything for them to come up with this combination of plants to, to help you turn the dial to a different frequency. It's mind boggling. But somebody tripped across something either in here or physically started to play with it and then was instructed the rest of the way, how to do this. Okay. Do you, do you think that everybody was something like ayahuasca? And I think back of the Carlos Castaneda books with Don Juan. Yes. And he, he basically, you know, the first couple of books were about taking peyote and all different types of things. And then, then that was out of the series of the books. And at a certain point, you asked what happened. And he said, I had to give this to you, Carlos, because you were so kind of stiff to wake you up. And that's the only reason. And now you're on your way. We don't need that. So my question, Michael, is do you think everybody goes through or needs a different uh, level of kind of a wake up call or a shake up call to get to where they need to be, whether it's through ayahuasca or through automatic writing or through meditation or through self-hypnosis or, or Reiki or whatever? I'm looking at my daughter in my mind's eye and I'm saying, I'm not sure, Robert, for the new gen. But each previous generation, because I'm hearing that the new gen is coming, coming through without the, we'll use a Buddhist term here, all of the obscurations, the, the uh, opacity that blocks the way of seeing uh, the real world. We came through, you and I, Robert, we either literally or figuratively got the uh, schnot kicked out of us growing up. <laughs> do this, don't do that, exactly, say this, exactly. don't right. say that, that's right. not true, that's right. not real. <laughs> right. And because of that, we closed the doors mm -hmm. on a radio station or TV station, whatever we want, an IMAX right. mm -hmm. that's always there. And it often takes a near-death experience, a wrap around a tree, an ayahuasca ceremony, diving into automatic writing, take something to wake you up and bring you home to your true self. Now, once you're there, you can choose. Do a practice on a daily basis. It can be whichever practice works for you. For me, I stick with automatic writing every single day and multiple times a day, even though the words come through, even or especially now. But once you've opened or reopened that channel, that's where the real fun begins. It's not, oh, okay. Like if you have, if you have one ayahuasca ceremony, and you, and you get it, that that wasn't a, uh, just what I call pyrotechnics. It wasn't just interesting, but you understand there's more to the world than meets the eye. Mm -hmm. 
to to stop there and go, okay, now I know there's more. Okay, uh, I just get back to my regular life. That's not what the game is about. Now that you found a way to step across the doorway, it's your job to find whatever means works for you to spend time there. Or let's use Paul Selig's term. Paul Selig, guys, that is. In the upper room, right? You got it, Robert. We get to start living in the upper room in whatever way works for us. Mm-hmm. So whatever whatever it takes. Now, do you, Michael, haven't been, if I can ask you a personal question, just, you've been doing this for a while. Do you Is the information you get now different than you got like a month ago or like two years ago? And like, what did you get today? Oh, okay. Beautiful questions. And what I got for today um, was a message on, let it, I'm going through my head here. And I write a, a daily newsletter based on what I got, dailywoohoo.com. Okay, so okay. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what did I write this morning? Because <laughs> if I don't reread it, <laughs> I don't know on a conscious level. The words keep changing. And a lot of it gets really, really profound. And because I teach it as well, I have a school of mystics and I teach this stuff. Some of it actually, I get in <laughs> like Paul, I get in arguments with the guides, so to speak. Right. Going, this can't be real. This can't be true. And they're like, Test it. See how it works. Test it out for yourself. And a lot of the messages are still, and I claim, I claim no enlightenment whatsoever, but a lot of the messages are still chop wood, carry water. Mm-hmm. But the chop wood, carry water, and what I'm referring to is before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. It's a Zenko and after enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. Right. But the chop wood, carry water has a different tenor to it. It has a different energy to it. So even if the words appear to be the same, because we're not, we're not linguistic beings. I like to say language is not our first language. Energy right. is your feeling state of being. So even if the words appear to be the same, the energy behind it is different and you change because of it, which means even if all you got today, all you got today, Robert, was relax, go slow, breathe deep. You suddenly relax, go slow and breathe deep through the day. And this idea comes to you. And that opportunity comes to you. And this great understanding comes to you. And you go, well, that wasn't because of my automatic writing. No, actually, it exactly was whatever that process is for you. What do you think, just to sidetrack a bit, Michael, what do you think, what is going on? What do you feel is going on in the world right now? Everybody's nervous. Everybody's hearing like a collapse, but then it's going to be good. And you're going to lose your power because a solar flash or like maybe it's two months, maybe it's two weeks, but don't worry about it because your bank account is going to go down to zero, but then it's going to get bigger again. And people are like, <laughs> what? And then the then the tri- the insectoids show up or, or whatever. People are overwhelmed they came out of you know three years of uh, the pandemic they with the inflation that people are just at their breaking point what what yeah. are you getting information that can kind of get people to relax and that's this i, I just had uh, reverend <laughs> mike, michael beckwith on the show and i'm sure you're familiar with yeah, him sure i uh, just had him on yesterday about what we're calling a reset at this time period there is a part of me how do I put this? So we're all going through challenges. <laughs> no one is not. <laughs> Earlier today, I'm like, oh, there's so much, both internally and feeling the energy. We all feel the energy of, of what's called the zeitgeist, the collective mm-hmm. field right now. It is too much, but it's too much, Robert, by design. It's too much to help us to crack 
wide open. This is the cosmic wake-up call for humanity as a being. So there's each of us as a being that might wrap ourselves around a tree and wake up, and heaven forbid, and I hope that's not the case, or we may wake up another way. I was talking about the new gen. I believe that humanity is reaching a tipping point where we can learn without that pain and struggle and strife. We're not there yet. That's what this time period is about. It's about getting us to a critical mass of a wake-up call for our highest good, for the highest good of all. And I don't make light of any of it at all, but I see potential. I don't follow, I, I look at all the headlines almost on a daily basis. I don't dive into any of the fear-mongering. I don't dive into the energy behind that, but I want to know what's my audience being exposed to exactly. today so I can help. However, that's the old news. That's, it's, that's the BS. That's the fear of this and that. But there's so much goodness. There's so much greatness. There's so much helping our neighbors, even though, yeah, I can go to a, far, a farmer's market or a flea market and have somebody laying on the horn because <laughs> they're freaked out and they need the space right. that I'm trying to right. get. <laughs> but there's a lot more love going on at this time, too. This is a beautiful shift masquerading as something really, really ugly. We all know the expression, no mud, no lotus. Mm -hmm. We are going through the mud right now, Robert, but I believe I'm going to cry here in a second. It is for, that means I've hit a truth. It is for something very beautiful. And again, I will never, never, never make light of what an individual is going through or the loss of a loved one, or anything substantial at all. But I know that we are energetic beings having an energetic experience in human form, and so much more is going on than meets the eye. Fantastic. Beautifully stated. Michael Sandler, my special guest on Guys Guys Radio, the automatic writing experience. Awe. I, I love it. So let's talk a little bit about the process. So we want to get people out there to get interested in this and be willing to give it a try and really open up their abilities that are there that everybody has. So what should people do to kind of get started in terms of learning about and then first steps in AWE? So it's very simple. Obviously, I'd recommend the book or you could even find, I don't, I don't know, a, a used copy online for like a dollar or something well, like that. Let, 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 me, let me just interrupt <laughs> you because I read the book. And as you say, everything you need to know is in the book. You can, yeah. it's the course right here. You should take the course, but the book has, it's chock full of information and it'll get you on the path, but I'm sorry. I interrupt, I interrupt. No, 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 that's, that's okay. And it, it's, you get the hardest challenge with this is you get to create a sacred time and space to do a regular practice. It doesn't have to be a long practice, but we need to have a little time either in the first thing in the morning or last thing at night. And why those two times a day? Because the rest of the world is quiet. Because if you do it when everybody's busy doing whatever, sort of like when I was living by Morristown, Florham Park, New Jersey, I was trying to write, do my automatic writing when people were trying to get into New York City and I was getting freakazoid. Yes, <laughs> That's right, all right, I was coming yeah. through. I had to do it before they got their Starbucks. We find a sacred time each and every day, and you can find a sacred place. It can be in bed. It can be a closet. I've had people do it uh, under their stairs. I've had people do it in their garage, in their car, or in the bathroom. You find an uninterrupted place. Now, you, you mentioned... On... Go ahead. Yeah, I'm go sorry. Ahead. No, 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 I... please go. 
because in the book you mentioned that um you have to find that place and it, it can come in different ways i found for myself as a runner like yourself the first time i felt like i was just out of body connected to everything and i don't know if it was the endorphins or whatever i was running in central park i was about but the fifth out of the six mile loop and all of a sudden i'm like i'm the tree i'm that bird yeah. i'm the air i'm everything and everything changed from that point on because i didn't realize that i could feel that way like beyond myself limitless and once that happened everything else in terms of the unfoldment process started to get a bit easier uh it's just a matter of i think the challenges for people getting it's always that first step is the is the tough one so what are some things that people can do to kind of flip that switch to help them get there make a commitment first off that's a thing don't do I, I i'm not a massive action kind of guy i'm a micro action kind of guy on a daily basis and i love that that happened in central park because i used to teach mindful running and mm -hmm. uh, uh mindful running in central park and grounding in and that happens but but commit like take 30 days and say i'm just going to give it a few minutes a day a tiny little bit, because the micro actions you can find stick. That's all I'm going to do is a few minutes. And so what will I do the first day? I'm going to open up the book. I'm going to read the first few prayers. I'm going to write them down, and I'm going to close the book. Great. Perfect. And then the next day, I'm going to go a little bit further. Great. Perfect. And then the next day, the tiny littlest bit further. I'm not going to try to do all at once. I'm not going to try to do what we see in all the, the, the movies out there, the hero's journey, and I'm going to climb the mountain all at once. You're exhausted. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Let's do the reverse of that. The term that comes to mind, it's not a very masculine term, Robert, but it is sweetness. How much sweetness? This is, this is a yin process. So uh, as I like to say, gentle is the new strong. We're told strong is the new strong. Strong is getting us hitting our heads up against a cement wall. Gentle sweetness how kind can i be with myself mm -hmm. so if nothing else it's a minute or two of kindness that you take for yourself a day that feels good we do a few minutes more that feels good we do a tiny bit more as we start to put our toes in the water of automatic writing and what happens is it starts to become fun what happened to you robert is basically the universe charged your hotel key we've all had the hotel key where the concierge goes dunk and all of a sudden our key will work on our specific hotel room you got your key charged so that you can go back there with regularity anytime you choose. I'm right now in Florida. I've got the Atlantic right out behind me. It's actually called the Intracoastal behind me in St. Augustine. Mm -hmm. sure. I can go swim with swim there. They're a manatee. They're a dolphin. I don't regularly see them. But all of a sudden, oof, it all falls away. It's a hotel key. Mm -hmm. You play in these waters metaphorically with your automatic writing. It starts to become fun. It starts to become a joy. I don't want you to have another thing you have to do. None of us need that. What you want is something that's joyous, that's fun, that counterbalances all the hardness that you are going to be facing in the day. And then you're going to want to do it. I, you're a thousand percent right. I can tell you, after I had that moment, I then was writing my novel, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love. And I, it's an intricate plot because I wanted it to be a meaty book about something. And I believe in the power of story. And I'd go out for runs and I'd have a problem with a chapter because, as you know, you write one chapter and if you change something, it could affect three chapters back. And you're like, it's just a, this jigsaw puzzle. And what would happen invariably is things would break apart as I was running. 
And then throughout the run, they'd start to coalesce and come together in a different way. And it wasn't me. It was coming through. So to me, the process of whether it's automatic writing, meditation, creating while you're getting, it's getting into that place where you can, that upper room where you can receive. Is, is that correct, Michael? Yeah. And it's why I would say that almost every single writer on the planet does some form of automatic writing because there's almost not a writer alive who will say, well, this came from me. (laughs) We don't know where it came from. You put your pen to paper and all of a sudden something came out. An amazing story came out and something much more coherent and cognizant than you ever could have come up with. It's true. Very true. So what what are some of the uh, challenges that people run into that you hear them all the time? So maybe we can help some people out there when they're going to get into this. They want to take that first step and then are like, oh, no, whether it's the monkey chatter or this is gibberish that I'm writing down. What do you what do people run into and what can they do by listening to the show? So we we already hit number one, but I'm going to go to an even more powerful one in a way. The number one thing is, how do I know it came from me? And we kind of address that with how that feels and ego. The bigger question, let's go to the biggest question of it all. Uh, I tried it for a couple of days. I got some great words out of it. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I, I don't know. I just don't feel like it. I stopped. Why? I don't know. I do. Your ego was losing control. <laughs> <laughs> and so your ego put the kibosh on it. It said, uh-uh, ain't doing it anymore. Which is why we make that gentle commitment and we lean in and we understand when you start plugging into something greater than yourself and are able to hear it, because we've all done prayer, but prayer is different. Prayer is putting something out there. Help me, which is important. But this is a process where then you actually get the wisdom back on what to do. And your egoic mind is scared. It's under the table going, I'm going to lose control. I need to keep you small. I need to keep you under wraps. I need to keep you miserable because that gives me a sense of safety, even in the misery. And if all of a sudden you're hearing from something larger than the ego, ego is going to lose control. So it will fight you on it. So we commit to it and we gently lean into it every day. And when we don't feel like doing it, just for that 30 days, understand you've got your ego on the run. Understand that. But that's, again, why I don't want you doing too long. I just want you touching it every Mm -hmm. single day, but not too long because I don't want you to have to fight with that guy. But what happens is over 30 days or gal for that matter, um, is (laughs) after that time, the ego's like a crap. (laughs) I've been called out. I get it. The good, the good news is I put exercises in the book to help you actually heal the ego at the same time. So you're not pushing away ego because then ego is going to come back with some bigger and bigger gloves, but it's a healing process. It's a very cathartic process. Now, as part of the process, there is some type of ritual, if you will. There is a process itself to get yourself in the state where you can receive. And uh, we did it. You did it before. And I was with you before we got on air. And I guess for the person going into the automatic writing state, you suggest an intention and some prayer. Talk to us a little bit about how people should get themselves in that state where they can be in a position of receiving. It, it's very similar to if you've ever been, well, if you've ever been to a, a yoga class, unless unless it's a very young yoga class, there there is usually some gentle music at the beginning, probably not some incense because they incense because then you'd be coughing. Right, right. But there is a little bit of a ritual or ceremony you go through. If you go to a Buddhist meditation ceremony uh, a center, there's a meditation that you go through, shamanic ceremony, there's a cere- uh, a ritual that you go through. All of these things are basically 
taking you like Alice down into Wonderland. One step affects the neck, accepts the naps, and are opening up the tumblers of your mind. So the ritual is very, very simple. It has a few prayers. It has music to it. It has you writing out a few things. has you taking a few deep breaths. Nothing that's rocket science at all. And all of a sudden, the words are beginning to flow. And now for myself, and I know for you as well, Robert, for myself, words come through before I've even finished the ritual. They're knocking on the door. Sometimes like a, I had a, um, a YouTube live event on 111 and 1111 on uh, Monday mm-hmm. evening. And by midnight, they're asleep in bed. All of a sudden, they're knocking on the door and they're trying to give me a whole outline for the talk. And I'm like, are you, are you I, I need to sleep now. <laughs> Let me sleep. I didn't really win very much, but I tried. But I will still go and complete my ritual before I let the words come through because of the state that it gets me in. And here's the cool thing. When you do the ritual and you open yourself up to this higher level wisdom throughout the day, I don't have a ritual where you close it. You keep it open so that you get these profound words and guidance throughout the entire day ahead. So starting it, for instance, first thing in the morning changes the entire day, not just the 10 or 20 minutes or however long it is that you do your automatic writing, but it changes everything. And I don't want you to lose that opportunity by skipping the process or shortcutting the process. Fantastic. Michael Sandler, my special guest, Oh, the automatic writing experience. Michael's been kind enough to invite me to tomorrow's class. I'm going to take advantage of that. And I'm also committing on air with you, Michael. I'm going to follow automatic writing and see what happens to me over the next couple of months. I will be in touch with you on that. Before we leave, though, a couple of things. One, I wanted to meet Rue. You had promised you'd come out. Can we see him? So Rue is uh, Michael's uh, rooster? Yes. Yes, he is. He is my rooster. He is three years old. He is off my side by about 15 feet. I will go get him now and okay. introduce you Fantastic. to him. And and he he loves this. So hold on here. All right. So Michael's getting uh, Rue, his famous rooster. And I think it was abandoned. And uh, it's a, like a rescue rooster, if you will. And I don't know if anybody's I've never heard of a rescue rooster, rooster before, but this is Rue. And I've seen him uh, many times on Michael's show, kind of copping on camera and off camera and just uh there he is and he's a beautiful yeah. bird too my I'm gosh he's beautiful so and he's huge to he's see huge. how big he is i don't Amazing. know if you get an idea I he's see. the size he's of my huge. head to waist yes. and then wow he looks really healthy and full of very good energy coming out of him wow amazing he you want you want to is. tell a story how how he, you rescued him yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's the proverbial story. My wife and I are driving down the hill in Colorado after a sunset, and um, Rue had run across the road in a panic on this mountain road in the dark, Colorado. And I said to my wife, I said, if you've ever wanted to know why the chicken crossed the road, if you'll let me pull over safely and see if I can rescue him, we're about to find out. So I pulled off the car. Rue was running up and down the side of the road in a panic. He was about five months of age. He was a third of this size. Uh, he didn't look like the handsome rooster he is now. He, he couldn't be <laughs> He's told. beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Um, and it took 15 minutes of convincing him and then throwing a T-shirt over him to scoop him <laughs> up because I've never picked up a chicken or a rooster before. Um, I don't know if he was the first, uh, first rooster to ride shotgun in a Tesla. But we got him in the car. There's actually <laughs> video. You can find it on, on our Inspire Nation YouTube show 
uh, I think it's the Ruru story. I actually gave him a kiss, like a recognition that I knew who he was within the first minute of awesome. having him in the awesome. car. We looked to see if he, anyone else's, you know, put up stuff oh, awesome. in town. He wasn't. And uh, that was almost three years ago. And yeah. he is... Well, good job. Good job with him. Hey, we're running low on time, but can you tell us, Michael, I know you wanted to make some announcements about where people yes. can find out more about you and you've got some events coming up. So automaticwriting.com is where you can find, uh, you can get bonuses for the book. You can get our monthly live classes. Like I'm teaching a class. Well, when this comes out, I'll be teaching a class in just a few weeks where it's the fastest, easiest way to learn automatic writing. That's automaticwriting.com. Of course, you can come to Inspire Nation on YouTube, where we have uh, live shows a couple times a week, and then just get a daily attunement. I will do the automatic writing. You read it, and you'll find yourself feeling better just because of that, and that's at dailywoohoo.com, spelled daily, W-O-O-H-O-O.com, and I will help bring that frequency up just by my own automatic writing. And it's fun what you'll be reading as well. So we go along that journey together. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on Guys Guys Radio. I hope you'll come back again. I know you're super busy. You're doing great work. I'm an, you, you inspire me and I admire what you're doing. And uh, God bless you. Thank you, Michael. Thank you so much, a mighty woohoo or uh, with Rue here, It's Guy's Guy Radio. Okay, what a fantastic and fun conversation with uh, Michael Sandler. And we got to meet Rue, as well as Michael's daughter, Hannah, and his wonderful wife, Jessica. So thank you so much, Michael and family, for uh, being my special guest here on Guy's Guy's Radio. And we talked all about automatic writing. It's just the beginning. And what did we learn? I, I think... Just you know, as I said before, it's really a matter of if you're gonna, if you're going to, uh, if you're going to practice something new and commit yourself to it, you have to do it on a regular basis. Again, you wake up in the morning, you grab that phone, and then all bets are off. And I find for myself, I, I as soon as I get up, as soon as I wake up, I, I reach for, I have a set of uh, index cards that have a lot of affirmations and things like that on there. And I read them every morning to help connect me to the universal consciousness, if you will. Then I get out of bed and I go to another room and I do meditation and some other stuff. And then I check my phone after that, because once you check that phone, you know, all bets are off. Things start happening. And for automatic writing, you even have to get up earlier and you have to make it a, a process and you have to make it a regime, a regimen that you do all the time. Because if you just do it once in a while, it's just like, you know, learning how to play golf or meditating, whatever you do it once a month, you're just going to struggle because it's not going to be as much fun. But if you do something all the time, things slow down, it gets to be fun and you're right in the middle of it. And I think that's what's going to happen with automatic writing. And um, it's just about consistency, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, and then things will start to open up. So Guys Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening on KCAA Radio here in Southern California, 8 p.m. Pacific Time, 106.5 FM, 1050 AM. The show rebroadcasts on KCAA every Sunday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific Time. The podcast, YouTube and Rumble, post worldwide Thursdays. The podcast has been downloaded in 100 countries. It's on all the major platforms. It's very easy to find. Just Google Guys Guys Radio. And if you want to watch the interviews, you can watch on YouTube and Rumble. 
If you enjoy the content and guests I bring you each and every week to Guys Guys Radio, please support us by subscribing to our YouTube or subscribing and liking and following on uh, the podcast or wherever you consume your Guys Guy content. I really appreciate it. You can also find me on my website, robertmanni.com. I've got over 300 blog posts about life, love, the pursuit of happiness. So many of the topics we cover are on our show. I'm also, um, we were on UK Health Radio all weekend long, the largest talk health radio station in the world. It's digital, it's worldwide, so you can hear me four times every weekend. And uh, that's our entire show is on there, as well as on the podcast and on KCAA. The YouTube and Rumble feature the video portion of our interviews. So you can find us everywhere on Guys Guys Radio. And again, if you enjoy the content and guests, I bring you each and every week to the show. If you support us by subscribing, liking, following, and all that kind of stuff, that's a big, big help. Uh, My website, again, 300 uh, blog posts on all kinds of topics that I think will be of interest to you. And also, I'm now writing for Health Triangle Magazine, which is the digital magazine portion of UK Health Radio. And um, that comes out monthly. So I think you'll enjoy that. And again, our show is on four times every weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And last but not least, my novel, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money. It's a rom-com. And it's really kind of a sneak behind the cur- a peek behind a curtain into the weird, odd world of modern men and their dating habits, and also just about people and relationships in general. It's a lot of fun. It's got great reviews. You can download three free chapters of the novel on my website, robertmanny.com. And if you want to pick it up, pick it up wherever you buy your books, online or whatever. You can get the e-version or physical version. And um, it's really it's been a pleasure to, to work with that book. It's a source material for everything Guy's Guy, and it's been heralded as the male successor to Sex and the City because it's a rom-com from a male perspective. So Guys Guys Radio, we're here for you each and every week. We've got a lot of great guests lined up. I'm having so much fun doing the show, and we're growing like crazy. So thank you for your support. I want to thank all my wonderful guests who've been with me, like 750 guests I've interviewed and growing as also uh, Ryan, my strategy guy, my wonderful producer, Chris. Thank you, thank you, thank you for always having my back and being there. And also, I want to thank you, our wonderful growing audience. I really appreciate it. And we're doing everything we can to bring you the best guests with the best information. So guys, guys, radio, I'll see you next week. And until then, like I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first.